This is a GRDC podcast. Western Australian grain grower Duncan Young farms at Beverley in the west of the state's central wheat belt. Duncan is a well-respected grower and is the immediate past president of the WA Farmers Grains Council. He is what you might modestly describe as a good operator. Hello, I'm Tony Crowley. One of the things that makes Duncan Young a good operator is his approach to chemical safety on farm. And with National Farm Safety Week, a recent event, Deborah Bishop spoke with Duncan about the steps he takes to keep everyone on farm safe when working with hazardous chemicals. Okay, so we farm in Beverley and York. Um, We're predominantly um, cropping. Um, We put about 3,500 hectares of crop in. Um, Main crops are canola, lupins, field peas, uh, wheat, barley, and we grow some milling oats as well. So back in the um, early 90s, we decided to build a purpose-built chemical shed. Um, Through investigation, we came up with a a shed that was fit for purpose. Um, We've got a concrete floor with bunding. Um, We've got um, lockable, it's high um, shed. It's got good ventilation, easy access for forklift um, within it. We've also got uh, pallet racking, which allows chemical to be off the ground. If there is a spillage within the um, shed, if a a, a container ruptures, um, the floor is sloped to the back. There's a, um, a piping system that takes it to an underground sealed tank. Um, where we can wash down the area if we need to and contain the spillage. So was it a, a considerable investment to, uh, to put this structure in? And I mean, is there an outlay that you need to be committed to uh, putting in to, to get the best of it out? Um, it depends what the farmer wants to do. I think, I think most of it is you can retrofit existing sheds. I mean, this is, it can be as much or as little as you want to do. Um, Probably the biggest expense is the concrete floor um, and um, the bunding. But now, time's moved on. You can actually get um, bunding now that uh, is able to be teched into the floor. It's collapsible as you drive over it with a forklift. So what we built in the 90s can easily be done now for probably a third of the cost. So. Um, I don't see it as expensive, but you've also got to remember it's to do with um, work safety. It's to do with uh, if you employ anybody, and not only that, yourself on a farm. I, I believe safety is paramount, and um, you know I don't think you can put a cost on that. To be brutally honest, what prompted you to take the move to install a purpose-built shed for chemical storage? I probably we saw at the time the fact that we were storing chemicals in various locations and sheds and um, we just wanted to concentrate it in one area. The fact we were also in a QA system and we needed to be able to easily do stock checks to know what was there. Um, There was probably a myriad of reasons why we did it. Um, I certainly think it was worth the investment and it was worth doing it because it, it just made life a lot easier and since then you know, it's got a hell of a lot easier because we don't actually write too much anymore. Everything's done digitally. Um, and nowadays with smartphones, it's very quick and easy. How do you manage your used containers? Okay, so depending on what we've got, um, we, 
mainly use thousand litre shuttles and um, 100 or um, 110 enviros. The resaler comes out at the end of the season, they pick them up, they then go back to Schultz um, and some are reused, um, um, others are then shredded or um, disposed of correctly. So I think it's a great system, we're not, we're not doing any environmental damage, um, we're, we're being responsible farmers in the sense of we're not leaving things out in the environment. Tell us about your nurse truck setup. Is that aligned in some respect to your philosophy, if you like, of safe chemical use and management on the, the on the property? I think it's it's that, and it's also probably to do with um, uh, efficiency, and also um, it it helps us with our fatigue management as well because we can do more in the day. Um, and not probably push the limits. The fact that the sprayer is staying out in the paddock, it's, it's been efficient. The, the nurse truck goes out to the sprayer, the chemicals are on there. There's a separate person batching the chemical for the operator. The, the, they get to visually see the, the spray operator. The guy gets a break for the you know, 10 or so minutes while we're filling up. Um, you know, I think it's a, it's a, it's a good one for OH&S, it's a good one for, um, for safety for um, uh, chemicals and um, for us it's, it's time efficiency and it's um, efficient use of the sprayer because it's not having to travel back to uh, a central location to fill up. So we're getting more hectares done in a day and um, we just find that, you know, staff are a lot happier because they don't feel fatigued. You mentioned about the uh, improvement in record keeping and digital technology assisting there. How is your record keeping done in, in relation to chemical management? Nearly all of it is done um, digitally. So uh, within the sprayer, um, we enter in the uh, what we're spraying, the chemicals that we're loading in. Um, that is That information when we're spraying is clouded um, every 15 minutes. To up in to the cloud, it then comes back down to my computer. It also I can access it via my iPad or my um, smartphone. Um, at any one time, I know exactly what the sprayer is doing. Um, that can go into my farm management um, software. Um, it not only does what we're spraying in real time and and the application of not only the chemicals but what rate we're spraying it on. We've also got a mobile weather station which is linked into the boom spray. Um, that takes uh, readings of both wind, humidity, temperature, wind direction, speed. Um, we can also put alerts in there. So if we've got a susceptible crop, say on the north side of the field we're spraying in or the paddock we're spraying in, um, and for whatever reason the wind changes direction, it will alert you straight away. We also can we also put in there for temperature um, uh, alerts in there and that also clouds. Um, we can also uh, take a photo uh, as a backup for us normally on the iPhone we take a photo as we're spraying just so we've got another visual record. How important is it to maintain that record keeping in relation to chemical use on your farm? I think it's very important, um, not only as a record for what you've sprayed onto the crop, 
Um, it's also a, um, I hate to say it, a get out of jail free card because um, it does happen. There, there are spray events that do go on to other people's crops um, and it might not necessarily have been you. But if you can actually show to the assessor that you were spraying in the right conditions and there's no way it could have been that um, circumstance, it can help you. It, it also helps with our, being in WA, we're predominantly an export state. So MRLs are very important for us. Um, so um, an MRL is maximum residue limit. So whenever you spray anything on, um, there's a time period between when you spray it and when you're allowed to harvest. Now, if, if that's too short, then the limit may be exceeded. Um, it also can be the odd case where there have been, you know, stray, spray drift um, occurrences where something's been sprayed on your crop, you're not actually aware of it, yet you might um, cause a, a limit breach. Um, at least you've got records showing I haven't sprayed this on or this is what I've done and I think it's very important and it also potentially in the future shows the public that we do take responsibility and we are very careful on what we actually apply to our, our, our products because we've got to remember what we grow is a food source and it's and people consume that at the end so we have to be very careful. So talking about being careful, um, similar looking drums containing different chemicals and labels can be a trap. I mean, either faded labels uh, or uh, colour coding of, of drums is also no guide to go by. Uh, what concern do you have about that and, and how do you avoid that potential mix up? So it's a really bu huge bugbear of mine. Um, I think it's something that the industry really needs to fix up very quickly. The fact that and we're only talking about Enviro drums here, so the 100 and the um, 110 litre drums. The colour coding on the tops and the bottoms of those bear no relationship to any grouping of chemicals, contrary to what some farmers believe. Um, they are random, um, and unfortunately the labels um, aren't necessarily great quality. In a lot of cases, they rip off very easily. They degrade very quickly in sunlight. Um, and in some cases, once you've lost the label, a lot of farmers don't know what's in there. So it's a bit like Russian roulette. You know, you think it might be one thing, and it probably isn't. Um, what we do to overcome that, and it's a very simple thing, <laughs> costs you about 60 cents from, uh, from Officeworks, go and get a, uh, a permanent marker and as soon as the chemical comes off the truck, um, our guys write, right where the Enviro sucker is, where you take the chemical out, what is the chemical on the label. So it's a quick reference. Um, and, and because it goes into a shed, it doesn't degrade very quickly. So for us, that's a, a very simple, quick way of not getting mix-ups. Do you record or track batch numbers? We used to um, with our QA program. Um, some resellers actually record the batch numbers that they send out to you, ours does. Um, but not only that, we, we have our drums sitting here and they don't get collected until just before harvest. So we have the Enviro drums there. Um, if there is a problem, we can go back and find the batch number um, if there is a problem. 
coming back though, I suppose, and in conclusion, um, your message to, to other growers, given your uh, very um, long-term application of, of safe procedures in the use and storage of chemicals, what would you say to growers? It's actually not that hard. Um, some growers think it's probably onerous. Um, I Once you're actually doing it, and, and these days with the fact that most of it can be done with a smartphone, it's not that much of a drama. Um, it, it's actually very easy. It gives you peace of mind. Um, and for me, I just want to have a, a safe work environment, not only for myself, but for my employees. And um, I think that, to me, is paramount. Thanks a lot for talking to us today. Thank you. Grain grower Duncan Young from Beverley in the west of WA's central wheat belt, and he was talking to Deborah Bishop. If you'd like to hear more about the safe handling of chemicals on farm, Deb Bishop also spoke with Safe Farms WA Executive Officer Marie Gooch, and you'll find that podcast on GRDC's podcast page as well. You can also find more information at www.safefarms.net.au. And these links have been included in this podcast's show notes. I'm Tony Crowley. Thanks for listening. Thank you.